Hello and welcome to the Tough Love Terry podcast. On today's episode, we are talking all about my favorite thing in the world, values, and how values can contribute to our bigger purpose. Now this is, like I said, one of my favorite topics to talk about, so buckle up because it's going to be fun. Alright, so we're talking about values today and I'm super excited because I think values become kind of like the highways we take to achieve our desired destination or purpose in this case. And bear with me for a few minutes while I use this metaphor to death while we are on this podcast, but I just think it gives us a nice visual for how our values can help us. And so before we go any further, I just want to let you know that uh, there will be a link in the show notes to go to a blog post that I created about this about a year ago, where I'll help you walk through uh, using your figuring out your values and then how to use them going forward. So I'm not going to create a new blog post about this because I have already created it. So I'll just link you to that one instead. So now the importance of values is that they are like our deep core beliefs that allow us to move throughout life in alignment with the person that we desperately want to be. And a good example of this I always like to use is when I used to talk about body image a lot. Uh, I mean, I still do, don't get me wrong. But when I talk about body image online, I used to be very, what's the word, militant? maybe, uh, about how I would talk about body image. So sometimes I'd see something that would make me angry. And so I would just like post this rant uh, on Facebook or Instagram and just be like, ah, this makes me mad. Body image, you know, fat phobia makes me mad. And all this like, it was always really angry and it really wasn't helping me move towards my purpose. It really was just me like, stirring up other people to be angry and that is not who I want to be. I do not want to be somebody that just like goes in and stirs the pot and then moves on to something else. And so figuring out my values, and I'm going to go through what mine are in a moment here, figuring out my values helped me to really learn how to craft my message. So even if I was upset about something, I could deliver it in a way that at least progressed me or the mission that I have or the purpose that I have forward a little bit. And so, yeah, so that's one one reason why I like values. The other thing is, like I said, they're like highways. There's a lot of people, and if you're listening to this, you're probably a photographer in my network, a boudoir photographer specifically. You know there's a lot of us trying to achieve the same thing, and we very easily become distracted by what other people do. If we can consider that we have specific values that are important to us, which are different than values that are important to other photographers, we can now just stay focused on our roads or our highways to get to our destination. And there's room for all of us. There's room for all of these roads to get to that destination. Uh, And it allows us to ask questions around things to help us think more critically about things that we're buying, opportunities that we're taking, and so on. And so that's why I absolutely love values. I just, I found it to be so helpful for so many people when they figure out what their values are to kind of streamline the way they want to get their message across. 
And so with the website or the blog post that I'm going to tag in here, or sorry, put in the comments, uh, sorry, not comments, I've been on social media too long, in the show notes, is it's going to walk you through how to take a big list of, I think there's like 133 different values or something like that, narrowing those down to 10 and then narrowing those 10 down to 5 and then narrowing those 5 down to 3. Knowing that you can exist within a top three to five values. Anything more than that, you tend to get very diluted and your message can get lost. And so I, fi I find if you can get down to three, good for you. If you can get between three and five, then that's also great. So my values that I found out, just kind of going through at first with the 10 and then the five and then the three to five, I realize that curiosity, compassion, empathy, and education are my four main values. And this is important for a few different reasons and why I wanted to keep four instead of not getting down to three is because I believe they work with each other. I believe that curiosity leads us to compassion. Asking questions gives us answers that gives us more context, which leads to compassion. And education leads to empathy. If we can understand why something is the way that it is, it can allow us to be more empathetic towards it. And so technically, we could say that education and curiosity are my top values with the end result for compassion and empathy. Or I could say my top values are compassion and empathy. And to get to those values, I believe the most efficient way is to act through curiosity and education. So I just settle for all four um, now. So now these help me a lot and honing in on these has helped me a lot, a lot in terms of purchasing certain things, asking myself questions in my business, and more importantly, how I get my message across to people. I used the example already of when I used to post things about body image. And now if you go back through my Instagram and look at how I tell stories or when I share things, you'll see that you can pick out curiosity, compassion, education, and empathy in every single post. And if you can't, it's because either I needed filler content or I was just emotionally unregulated at the time I posted it. So curiosity, I'm going to just delve a little deeper into my particular values, understanding that yours are going to be different. So imagine that the values I'm going to talk to are my pathways to get to this bigger purpose of helping people. So I say in my curiosity, I believe by adopting a curious mindset, I'll always be able to find a solution, even as, if it isn't a favorable one, it's still a choice. And this allows me to rarely feel stuck. It gives me options. And this is why I ask myself and encourage others to ask questions to help them to get to the root of what they desire. The other thing I love about curiosity is it's not necessarily about taking action on anything. It's really just like gathering information, this act of asking the question and just see where it takes us, knowing that you don't have to take an action if you don't want to. But standardly, I do. <laughs> So the next one is compassion, and I believe compassion is the antidote to shame and judgment. By having compassion, it allows me to make space for the complex feelings I might have towards a person or experience and not feel bad about it. We are pushed so many times in our lives to be one way or the other. There's no room for this like 
complexity, duality, whatever you have. Like I can support someone and still be envious. I can love someone to death, but still be irritated by them. You know, like life is complex. And as humans, we try to categorize everything and polarize it. But really, there's so much more gray than there is black and white. And it's important for us to have compassion for the gray. I believe curiosity is a form of compassion in that it allows us to discover and explore instead of staying stuck in a judgy zone. So empathy, I realized that empathy is super important to me because it helps me think of others as well as myself. It helps me consider the experiences of others and provide space or experiences that foster this idea. Uh, I wrote here that as I work on my self-growth, my empathic nature has gotten stronger and I work hard to help those who don't naturally have empathy to understand more about the experiences of other perspectives. And so I think this is one of the things, empathy is one of the things that changed a lot in how I was writing. Um, because before I would be a lot of like, you should do this, you should do that. Instead, now I say like, hey, we're in this together. Like, I totally get it. This is my experience with this. And here are some ways that we can get through this together. And so I definitely have noticed a shift in my writing that way, for sure. Lastly, education. As an educator, education is obviously super important to me, but I also just love to learn. And I've learned through that, that the more I learn, the more empathy that I have, the more people that I, the more diverse people that I can learn from, the more I'm opening myself up to different ways of doing things, more opportunities, more uh, perspectives, more solutions, more creativity, more everything. And I, and this is another reason why a big part of my platform is all about education. I don't want to just be like, look at, here's a picture I took, or look at, here's a fun story. I want to tell you why that story is important, or I want to tell you how this image was created, or I want to, I believe all of these things lead to empowerment, which is my overall purpose, is leading people to do the work themselves. And it's the whole teach a man to fish thing. I would rather teach people how to fish than do the fishing for them. Maybe that's laziness on my part, but I, I'm too busy fishing for myself. I don't have time to fish for others. I'd rather just teach you. <laughs> it's more strategic. All right, so here are some examples of how my values manifest in my daily life. And this tends to, um, like I've already talked about, responding to comments and posts online. So before I would see a post that would irritate me or frustrate me or just like rile me up and I'd feel like, oh, I have to answer that and I'd become a keyboard warrior which of course always resulted in me getting roasted by the other followers of that person or just having to engage in a 24-hour debate online, which nobody ever wins. Now what I do is I see a post that irritates me. I try to see it from their perspective. I try to understand like, oh, they're probably just like really afraid right now. Um, and that's why they're posting this thing. And this is really relevant right now because of the COVID thing. But like, I've had to unfollow a lot of people. But unfollowing is an empathetic reaction instead of what I used to do, which was just like, ah, how can you say that? You know. 
by seeing where people are coming from, it also allows me to show compassion because not everyone has the same tools that I have had through my whole life. I'm able to show up in compassion and say, hey, it sounds like you're really, if it's somebody I care about, I'll reach out to them privately and say, hey, it sounds like you're going through a lot right now. How can I support you? I could provide them education on why they may want to consider a different perspective. But again, this is really only if there's somebody I want to invest my time with. <laughs> I also get curious about my own reactions to posts and show myself compassion for my initial reaction. Every time I check myself before I wreck myself, so to speak, it becomes a little easier, but it wasn't always. About three or four years ago, I probably would respond to everything that just irritated me. But what then just happened was that, ah, I just... I was not, I was putting out fires. That's the best way to put it. I was putting out fires instead of really working on what I was supposed to be working on. I was being very distracted by other people that didn't even care about anything I had to say. And so understanding what my strengths were, our strengths, my values were, allowed me to really shift and ask myself, hey, like, is this worth your time? Is this worth the effort? Is this worth you getting upset about? Are there different people that you could be talking to about this? You know, and really critically thinking about what I was about to do instead of just default behavior of protecting my ego. <laughs> That's usually what it is. All right. The other way that understanding my values has helped me is through my purchasing decisions. And this is for every single photographer out there. Hear me now. We are in so many photography groups. I'm not I'm not in as many as I used to be, but when I used to be, I'd see the success of other people and attribute the things that they had in their studios as things that would get me the same quote unquote success. But what ended up happening as a result of that was I ended up with a studio full of all this shit and people that were no longer connecting to why I was doing what I was doing. I had gotten so consumed with other people's highways or paths that I got completely off of my own. Because I thought it was stuff-based, I had no room for empathy. I had no room for compassion. I said, oh, this is the way that it must be done. And this is the way, because this is what I've been taught. And it just... It, it distracted me again from why I was doing what I was doing in the first place. So now what I do when I make a purchase is I ask myself questions. And this again is curiosity. Will this help me create an experience that will improve my ability to educate clients or myself to be more empathetic or compassionate towards themselves or others? Or by me purchasing it, will I be improving the life of someone else? Like, me having to get a new couch for the studio, while beautiful and delightful and aesthetically pleasing, really wasn't necessary. And in fact, I was probably busier when I had other furniture. And so now I ask myself these questions before, when I get this super excited, oh, I must purchase this you know, IPS guide or this, uh, you know, script or whatever it is, I have to be honest with myself and say like, is this helping me do the things that I actually want to do? Or do I just think I need this to be successful? And if the answer is no, then it is not a purchase I need to make. And then if the answer is yes, then it's so much easier for me to decide. And let me tell you, my bank account is a lot happier for this. <laughs> 
Next, it helps understanding my values when it comes to creating client experiences. And again, this is something that when we're in so many other Facebook groups or we're friends with a ton of other photographers, we very easily can get swayed by other people's values. It was important to me when I first started photography that the experience was more important than the photos at the end of it. However, because I found myself surrounded by a lot of photographers and really just taking everything people were telling me, I got really far away from that. So now I've gotten a bit closer back to that. I have a desire to make sure my clients know that they're heard, that they're supported, and have someone who would give them tough love through education, compassion, and empathy. I, I don't want people to come in expecting me to what's the word, just kind of like do do whatever it is they want. If, the, if they don't want tough love or if they don't, if I have to change who I am as a person, then they're not the client for me and I'm okay with that. So leaning into my values allowed me to create questionnaires for my clients that allow me to be curious about what they are expecting, about what they want visually and experience wise. You know, and this allows me to create experiences that go beyond the bare minimum. When I run body image boot camp or various retreats or workshops, I ask questions, I pay attention to what people are asking for, and I accommodate that because I'm curious about why those things are important to them. I think of things that the clients probably haven't even thought of themselves, but they will think of later. And this allows me to educate people on the ins and outs of a service or product to empower them to make their best buying decision, even if that means not going with me. Again, I'm all about empowerment and all of my things, education, compassion, empathy, curiosity, all of these values allow me to get into the head of my client and into the hearts of my clients to let them know whether or not I am the right fit for them. This level of attention makes it easier for clients and customers to feel like they're taken care of and appreciated, and more importantly, walk away with a positive experience that, for me, is empowering for them because that is my ultimate purpose. As long as every time somebody meets with me, I want to make sure that they are leave a little more empowered than they were uh, when we first met. Lastly, and I've already talked about this a little bit, is in social media posting and writing. Anytime I write a post or tell a story, I want it to be educational in some capacity, or I want people to feel like they're understood. If I can't assign a value to my story, like if I write it out first and it feels off, then it doesn't make the cut. I, I scrap it or I will rewrite it in a way that makes sure that it is educational, empathic, compassionate, or curious. If it's none of those things, then I should not be writing it for social media. I should be writing that in my journal or telling that to my therapist or talking to my friends about it, but it's not necessarily to help me fulfill my purpose. So this doesn't mean that I get it right every single time. Like I said, if you go to my thing, you're going to see, um, you're going to see most of my posts are those things, but sometimes they're not, which is why having those values in mind when I'm creating content for social media, it can be hard for me to do some of the more um, trendy things that people are wanting you know, or that make you successful on social media. It can be harder because it's harder for me to figure out how to use my 
values um, to create content that is trendy because tough love isn't always trendy, you know? And yeah, so it's, it just helps me figure out how do I want to do this? How do I want to share this? How, what ultimate outcome do you, do I want people to have and how can I do it this way? Lastly, how understanding your values uh, can help you fulfill your purpose is in how you just are in your life. If you wake up every day and said, okay, today I'm going to be, I'm going to focus on making sure I fulfill my values, whatever those values are for you. So let's say your value is, I'm just going to check out my list here. Let's say your value is fun and hope and support. Let's say those are the three that you're like super, those are super important to you. So when you wake up, even if you're not working, like you're not going to work that day, but maybe you go to the grocery store, how can you have fun? How can you show support for the people that are working? How can you use these strengths to just make a difference in people's lives? Right? So it just, it makes you feel like you're fulfilling your purpose more when you're able to show up in your values because you know even if it's a child or like I said a grocery store clerk or a client or a group of people at a speaking engagement or whatever it is if you can deliver your message through your values not only are you going to feel like you had a successful day, but you are going to make sure that you leave the world a better place than it was before you were there. All right. So that is it on purpose. So for our final week next week, what we're going to do is kind of roll all this up. And I'm going to be sharing with you an interview I did with uh, one of my past uh, attendees of my Empowerment for Everybody course, who went through the purpose module where we took all of these aspects and combined them together into a Venn diagram. And we're going to talk about the different ways that she's explored her purpose or what she believes her purpose to be at this point and how that is working out for her. So you can see how you can put all the information we've learned from the last few weeks together and get a bit closer to figuring out your purpose. All right. Thank you again for listening and I will talk to you later. Bye.